Hello, thank you so much for tuning in to Active Ingredient. I am your host, Sophie Wheel, and I am a deeply curious person who is constantly on a mission to uncover the light that exists within all of us. Every other Monday, I'll be releasing a solo episode and I'm calling it Active Takeaways, where I'll be talking about a key takeaway or insight from a past guest, resources that have been helpful to me, or just a random topic I think would be useful for us to discuss with the goal of getting us to uncover our own light. Because remember, we all have the ingredient within us. All we need to do is activate it. All right, we are back with another Active Takeaways, another solo episode, and I am really excited about this theme. I don't know, I I kind of had like a little bit of a blockage on what I wanted to talk about, and then this one came through to me in a very funny way. I was actually watching Kim Kardashian's uh, Vogue interview, um, and like, don't even get me started on how depressed I am that we're already in the last season, but... Anyway, she did an interview with Vogue on, you know, this being the final chapter. And the last question that the interviewer asked her was, you know, we've been a year in this pandemic. What is something that you're going to definitely continue to put on your plate? Like now, now, you know, things are opening up. Things are not that they're back to normal, but things are starting to, you know, open at a bigger capacity. I'm in New York and right now I think restaurants are at 50% capacity. Gyms are opening back up. There's a sense of kind of like the tides turning, but we've been in this for a year. So the question was, you know, now that like we've really had time to reflect and, and have a year of really looking inward, what are you going to be putting back on your plate as, you know, we start to pick up the momentum and just have a more full life? What are the things that you definitely want to continue to add to your plate? So I thought that was such a great question. And I was like, I want to do a whole podcast on this because I think it's so important for us to really take an inventory of the year. It's literally been exactly a year, um, a little over a few by a few days of when we were in a national state of emergency. And a lot has changed. We've learned a lot about ourselves. We've learned a lot about our surroundings that has resulted in a lot of people moving to different places. It's resulted in people moving back in with their parents and getting to, you know, either resolve specific issues or, you know, strengthen a bond or yeah, I mean, it's just really like all of these different elements of what has happened in this pandemic um, have been really eye-opening. And I feel like this is not something new. I I know that we've all definitely heard people talk about that. And that's something that has been something that we've all been aware of. But I just wanted to do a whole podcast on making sure that anyone that's listening has taken full inventory, maybe even write it down on the things that served you during this time, the things that you became aware of, or the things that really made you happy or that really, you know, you recognize that they don't make you happy anymore and that you have grown out of it. I think as things open, you just, or at least I really don't want to continue to be kind of just like in autopilot and just go and continue to do things as I was doing them before. I want to be really, really discerning. If there's anything that this has taught us is that, you know, life can be taken from you at any moment and being discerning with absolutely every single thing that you do, the people that you see, uh, what you put in your body, where you're spending your time, doing the things that truly, truly light you up, whether that is, you know, people like the, the friends that you keep around or your career, your job, whatever, any of those things, I think it's so important to take full inventory of and 
again, be discerning on what you're going to be putting back on your plate, how much you want to put back on your plate also. Like that's another thing just because, you know, pre-pandemic you loved to go out clubbing and maybe that's something that you miss, but you also recognize that you don't need to do it as much as you were doing it before. How much of it do you want to bring back on your plate? You know, you definitely miss it at some capacity. How much do you think is going to actually make you happy, content, fulfilled, et cetera. I mean, I don't know if you get fulfilled about going clubbing, but you get the point. So I thought that was such a good question. And I wanted to talk about a few of the areas that I think would be specifically important to address. The first one being, you know, now that we are seeing more and more people, there's more people getting vaccinated, really taking note of who it is that you are surrounded by and what you feel when you're with them. Do you feel energized after you've hung out with someone? Do you feel depleted? Do you feel like you gossip a lot with a specific person? Do you feel like someone just gives you so much and you feel like your soul on fire when you're around them or you feel neutral, you know, taking inventory of how you feel around other people and then exploring why you feel that. And also like, is that someone that you want to continue to hang out with in a post pandemic world? I think that like more than ever, I've, re- I've personally realized that I, I, there's few people in my life that I genuinely feel like on fire around and I'm very aware of who they are. And I am consciously making an effort to see them more, to check in with them more. I can definitely do an even better job of that, um, to be completely honest, but I am aware of who those people are in my life. And I, I I definitely want to work to make sure that they are on my plate because I've over the course of this year been able to identify, you know, where it is that I actually love spending my time or who I love spending my time with. So that is one area. The next area is on how you are consuming content. And I literally say this because I am talking to myself. My boyfriend McGuire was actually calling my phone the stress machine and it's 100% what it is. And it's something that I really need to work on because I am 100% aware that it definitely stresses me out more often than it's serving me. So something that I need to work on. And I think it's something that's important to talk on this show about is after this whole year in this pandemic, what content is actually serving you? Is TikTok, you know, for five hours a day actually bringing you something? I mean, I'm sure that watching it for, you know, a certain amount of time in the day is actually like really nice to feel a community and to feel like there's, you know, things that, that we can all relate to or laugh about whatever, but making sure that you are, you're in control of the content and the content's not in control of you and how much of it you actually want to bring into your life. How much of it are you willing to give to that? Because when you're giving to something, you're taking away from something else. So being discerning on how much content it is that you want to A, put out there and B, consume. Who is it that you're consuming from? Um, I actually, I listened to the Skinny Confidential podcast with Lauren Everts and Michael Bostic, and they always talk about uh, curating your top five accounts to follow that give you something. And that's the only thing that you should be watching. I mean, the algorithm has changed so much. So it's like, if you're going to be on Instagram or on TikTok or whatever, like seek out the the content that actually gives you something that motivates you, inspires you, makes you happy, laugh, whatever. I think I have like, I don't know, maybe like five or seven accounts that I, I need to see every single day and try to keep it at that. I mean, it's, it's definitely easier said than done. And I say that, and I know what those five, five or seven accounts are, but I definitely watch more than that. So I definitely also need to work on that, but I'm conscious of it. And I do not want to spend the rest of my life in a post pandemic world glued to my phone and doing things for the sake of posting them. That is something that I recognized 
in this pandemic that I was like excited to go on a trip. And this is so embarrassing, but like excited to go on a trip and post everything about the trip. It's like, no, be present in the trip. You can take pictures or whatever, but post them after, like be present with whatever you're doing. Um, so that's that on content. So just making sure that you are aware of how much you want to be giving and giving time to your content and then making sure who it is that you want to be following and that they are aligned with what you're actually looking for in life. And that should be something that can be on your plate mindfully. Next up is something that for me has been a non-negotiable. And also like this is kind of like some people find this to be intimidating, but I'm just going to say the truth. Meditating is something that literally has saved me throughout this pandemic. I've been doing it for years, but I, you know, I would go in and out of like a few months doing it consistently and then coming out during the pandemic, I have meditated every single day and this is not to gloat, but it's literally because it has saved me. Um, you know, I was in my parents' house for three months and even there, I, I mean, it really, I think it really helped just, you know, neutralize a lot of feelings. It helped kind of ground me, see things with a very clear perspective or as clear as I possibly could during, you know, the, the ebbs and flows of, of the whole year. But having this morning practice has completely helped with my day to day. If there's ever a day that I don't do it right in the morning, I can feel it. I can feel the time. That, like I, I do it literally as soon as I wake up after I brush my teeth. And if I don't do it at that time and I do it a little bit later for however time like goes by, I can totally tell on how I feel if I haven't done it. But it's something that I've noted in the pandemic that really, really helped me. And I feel like I've been able to deepen that practice even more during the pandemic. And it is absolutely going on my plate. It's a big part of my plate will be on my plate for the rest of life. Hopefully I get even better at it and just continue to, you know, dive deeper. But if you haven't tried it, the way that I got into it was, um, with Melissa Wood health. She has, I don't know, she, I think she has a few of the free ones on her Instagram account, but, and she also does a seven day free trial on her app. The way that I got started was she had a 12 minute meditation and it's a guided meditation. And I, I did that for months, maybe like over a year, I would just do guided. And then I, I got to a point where I was like, okay, I think I'm ready to just do it by myself. And then I continue to do it by myself. Um, that's just like how I got into it. Um, cause I had definitely tried several times before in life to get the knack of meditation and it never worked until I did her guided meditations. And then now I've just been sitting on my couch by myself and meditating for like 15, 20 minutes every day. Um, and then recently have been adding on a journaling practice. So I'll meditate and then I have a journal next to me. As soon as I'm done meditating, I'll just kind of like free write for a page about the most random things ever, but like have given me so much clarity also. It just feels really good to like kind of word vomit, get it out there, read it to yourself and be like, oh, that makes sense. Or, oh, I didn't, I didn't even know that that was bothering me. You know, just, um, that practice has been amazing. Absolutely coming back on my plate or continuing to be on my plate and will always be on my plate, hopefully for forever. Um, the next thing I want to talk about that is going on my plate for sure is running. And right now I'm kind of, if I'm being completely honest in a little bit of like, a like I wouldn't call it, a, call it a lull cause I, I ran this week, but I was running like almost every single day. And like, for some reason, I, I think that the daylight savings has me a little bit out of whack. So I've been working out later in the day, but running is something that has helped me a ton during the pandemic with clearing my mind and just being able to listen to my inner voice. I feel like, you know, it's just a time and place where like sometimes I'll, in the middle of the run, I've said this in a podcast in the past where I just like get an itch of wanting to take my music off and literally just run and listen to, you know, the sounds of the street in New York. 
Um, running has definitely been a huge part of helping me throughout this crazy ass year. And I hope to continue to do it. It is definitely coming back on my plate. Um, next up is eating more plants and drinking less alcohol. This year has made it very, very clear to me that drinking alcohol and me are not the best of friends. I still drink. Um, I'm not sober, but actually I was sober for the first three months of 2020. Then the pandemic hit. I was in Miami in my parents' house for, I can't remember how long I was there uh, uh, until I got to the point where I was like, I I just need a glass of wine. (laughs) And yeah, so I, I actually was sober for the first three months of 2020. Then pandemic hit, drank again. And then I realized, okay, it's not that I don't ever want to drink. I just want to be conscious if I drink. The older I get, I'm sure if you're listening or you know, as the years go on, you definitely feel it in a different way. I have recognized that I'm at a point where two glasses of anything is my probable maximum, maybe three at most, but I totally can like sleep fine and I'm good with one glass. Uh, two is like probably my max three is like pushing it, but like, I'll be fine. Anything outside of that, I have, have recognized that it does not serve me. And so I just challenge you to listen to yourself on how you feel. I literally despise being hungover. Anyone who knows me that knows how I am hungover is like, truly it just sucks. Like it sucks to be around me. If my sister's listening, she'll literally be like, she calls me hangy when I'm, when I'm hungover. But it's like truly the worst. I do not want that. That is not invited on my plate 0%. So what is invited on my plate is being a conscious drinker and just drink when I actually want to drink versus drink because I feel socially pressured to drink. Um, That's been a big, big takeaway from this pandemic and we'll continue to be conscious of it. And, you know, right now that's kind of where I feel like my body's feeling comfortable with, you know, having two drinks. If it ever changes, it'll change and i'll just continue to listen and edit how i'm how i'm you know going about it um and then eating more plants uh has completely completely shifted everything for me it's not about eating less of other things it's like literally just making sure that like wherever you're having a meal make sure that you're getting your greens in there that is literally on my plate if you're having a like i i do this all the time like if i'm having a pizza i literally just like throw arugula on the pizza or if I'm having like a rice dish, I just throw spinach, arugula, whatever. Arugula is honestly my favorite lettuce or my favorite uh, green. So I just do that all the time. But eating more plants, I've done that a ton this year. And I'm not vegan or vegetarian, but I just have been eating way more plants and way less meat. And I feel so much better. Um, and it's agreeing with my body. And I just feel so much more energized, so much more you know, clarity. My body literally feels so strong. And that is totally invited onto my plate post-pandemic. And yeah, I definitely suggest having more, more than anything, it really, really helps with digestion. And it makes me very happy when my digestion is on point. Next up is sleep. Um, there was a point in the pandemic where my sleep was absolutely out of whack. I would say in April of 2020, I literally was sleeping so bizarre. Um, I, I just couldn't fall asleep. Then when I would fall asleep, I would come in and out of it. It was terrible because I value sleep truly more than anything. So just making sure that you have a consistent schedule when you're going to sleep, waking up, that's something that I had been able to crack in like the second part of the pandemic and is totally permanent seat at my plate in, in 2021 and beyond. Also like 
just a side note, sleep has been the most underrated thing when it comes to performance and weight loss. I swear to God, like even this week, I literally just, with daylight savings, I was sleeping so weird. I traveled and so I was a little jet lagged. It was bizarre. Waking up and being like, you know what? I need to sleep another hour, another two hours because I just don't feel rested. And then after those few hours, feeling totally fine is so much more valuable than just forcing yourself to go work out, spike your cortisol, and then, you know, have the weight cling on. I feel like sleep has been a game changer for me when it comes to just like how my body feels and looks, et cetera. So again, permanent seat at my plate table or at my plate for forever. And then lastly is saying no to things. I feel like this year has made me very like just clear on when I feel comfortable and when I don't feel comfortable or when I want to do something, when I don't want to do something. We'll absolutely continue or hope to continue to have this level of of just like not caring about whether, I mean, I, to be completely honest, sometimes I do care when I say no to my friends or something that like, you know, is something that I want to do, but I don't feel fully comfortable doing. And I say no, it definitely is not the easiest thing but I've still been able to do it. And I want to continue to listen to myself and just say no when I just don't feel comfortable um, and not just do it because everyone else is doing it is something that I want to 100% bring into the new year. It's really empowering. I I really hope that because this year, I feel like it was easier to say no because it was like, who's going to get pissed at the girl that doesn't want to go somewhere because of COVID? You know what I mean? But like COVID isn't going to be the excuse forever. So I just need to like work on the muscle of just like being confident enough to say no when I just don't feel like it and just not do it because I don't feel like it, not because there's like a bigger excuse. But I just did learn this year that saying no is so much better than being a flake. Um, I still have a lot of work to do on that because I like to like please everyone, but it, it is a big learning. It's easier or not easier, but it's better to just say no, if you don't feel comfortable than to say yes and to not show up or to be a flake, big learning and definitely invited on my plate to say no. So these are just a few of the things that I have, um, taken with me. Also absolutely love the Kim Kardashian interview on Vogue. If you haven't watched it, absolutely watch it. And yeah, I hope that this was helpful. I'm also really curious to hear about what you guys have learned throughout this past year. Um, and then with this philosophy of like what you're going to be bringing back on your plate as things start opening up and things start kind of like moving in a quote unquote more normal direction. I'd just love to hear from you guys on what you're putting back on your plate what has served you, what hasn't served you. Um, I'm just so curious about, you know, other people's journeys and and rituals and what's worked and maybe something I can implement in my own life. So please reach out to me on Instagram. Um, I'm Sophie, S-O-P-H-I-E-I-W-E-I-L-L or on the active ingredient Instagram. It's at active ingredient. So with that, I hope you have the best week ever. Continue to do your grateful lists and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for making it all the way to the end of the episode. You have no idea how much it means to me. And I really do hope that you left this conversation feeling lighter, more in tune, and with some tools to apply to your own life. Please feel free to reach out to me via DM on Instagram. I would absolutely love that, which I have linked in the show notes on any feedback or guests that you want to have on. And if you do have a second, I would really appreciate you giving the podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts and a quick review. It really helps getting the podcast in front of more people like you. See you next week.